Like, welcome to the Crone's Porch. Magic, witchcraft, and a liminal approach to magical faith. This is your grandmother's podcast. Content warning. Uh, just being grumpy, being crony, having lots of opinions, and complaining. <laughs> now this episode, we are starting the new wheel of the year. This is Ostara 2 Electric Boogaloo, where we talk about springtime and its many facets as a contemplative period going into summer. Yeah. Hi, Colin. Hi, Ian. Uh, it's actually morning. <laughs> well, okay, it's not morning, but we're... It's morning. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, though? I'm all right. I am not hungover, which is an achievement, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It definitely felt it over the years of... Even light drinking brings on a slight hangover, and I'm like, is this what aging feels like? <laughs> I miss the impenetrable days of undergrad, of heavy drinking, untouchable. Yeah. Slight headache after, like, I, rough. I, I like how my liver has become more mature and professional than I am. <laughs> my brain is like, no. Teenage debauchery, and my liver's like, you have to go to work in the morning. So we're gonna stop, <laughs> stop <this>. you there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is our first read. No, first second visit. We have finished a whole wheel of the year. What does that feel like? I feel very proud, to be honest. Like this was this was like one of those things where we kind of did it on a whim, but it was already a dream for both of us, mm -hmm. and we are living that dream. And I'm really here for it because I want to keep this going until I die. That's <laughs> ninety. Welcome to the Cringe Purge. <laughs> well, perhaps we'll pass the baton by the time we retire. But like, I want to, I, I want to see this project continue, and I want us to continue to do it as we evolve as people and as our audience evolves as people yeah so welcome to a star 2021 or as we like to call it a star 2 electric boogaloo <laughs> <laughs> so we've already kind of laid we laid down the framework last year so if you're interested in what a star is it's kind of historical celebrations the various versions it takes mainly throughout europe and a couple we hit a couple other places where spring equinox yeah. uh, happenings happen um watch that episode it's not a watch <laughs> take a listen to that episode yeah. listen to that podcast this is a listening medium sorry folks <laughs> uh listen to that podcast and uh then join us today so, so pause just, just press the pause on this episode oh no i was just uh, adjusting the volume as we were talking but yeah take a pause on this episode as i fix the volume are you back Welcome yeah, back. Did you listen? Wasn't it good? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's technically the morning after. The Equinox, I think, was actually the 18th into the 19th. Like, cal time. Yeah. It, sun, moon-wise. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was planning on... I plan on usually doing something on, like, the actual Equinoxes. I entirely forgot because pandemic world oh yeah time isn't real apparently also this year st patrick's day which you should also listen to that episode but st patrick's day was march 18th <laughs> yeah i'll let you hold that colin has a weird face 
kind of the scrunched okay. face. Um, Time doesn't matter. It's not real. Who cares? I don't know why, but my mother's Siri, because she says hello, good morning to her Siri every day, which then prompts the, like, the news, like little bits of news and stuff. Hmm. And the 18th, it was like, happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and even on her on her calendar. March 18th, St. Patrick's Day. I was like, is that one of those days that moves? Or did we move it because pandemic? I don't know. I don't know. But time isn't real. Oh, maybe it's one of those things where celebration is changed just because celebration generally leaves one intoxicated and inebriated and unable to do things. So it's moved to the closest weekend because the 15th is the middle of a week. Yeah. But yeah, so morning after, technically, we haven't done our ritual yet. No. <laughs> we're queer pagan well we're queer magical practitioners so we're always late yeah we do things in posts a lot yeah we do um but also i mean there's there's something to be said for just living in the cultural celebration without like having to really focus on like the construction of magic and ritual like that takes a lot of brain effort and sometimes you just want to hang and chill and that's okay too and boy did we yeah we watched ancient aliens that was fun. While intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> Got to live into your anthropology world. Yeah, yeah. Of why it's more more bad than it was originally, because it's always bad. Yeah. But now I have a whole context for why it's funny bad. It's fun bad. Um, we eat a lot of bread. We did eat a lot of bread, which is very, very, like, ancestry of us. It's like <laughs> pounds of bread like our ancestors used to do. So... But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like maybe in terms of this time around, this Ostara, this Marzana's day, I feel like maybe, maybe want to go into more like the, like, the spring feels. Yeah. And the emotion, and the emotional, like, journeys of, of, of springiness. And emotional journeys of springiness. This is our first, okay, our first quarantine holiday was Belton, uh. I think so. Yes, because Ostara goes into the belt. Yeah. No, there's not a holiday between. Yes, because midsummer is that weird after one that we don't know. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> the Lilith. Which I have, a, I have something for it this time. Yes, but this is so. This is our first like. Uh, this was our last ritual before lockdown. So like one year in lockdown just passed. Like March, most people in the United States was like March 11th to March like 15th was usually somewhere in there the last day mm -hmm. before lockdown. So what what were we doing last year? We were getting drunk in your apartment. Yeah. What did we do after that? Um. Not, not nothing much because we we were gonna do Martana's day all together and then it we locked down like literally just before so we did our first like zoom oh yeah call we did ritual and we and we burned we burned martzana's dolls and had hard-boiled eggs and mm -hmm. listened to russian music oh with, russian yeah, folk music with the group yep yeah uh -huh. so a whole year in quarantine later did you learn anything about ritual and like the coming of spring for this time around? Well, for this time around, I learned in terms of ritual is that like you don't actually need to be necessarily in the exact same place to do ritual effectively. We mm -hmm. found that magic goes through the internet. It do pretty well. It do. So I I think there's that, and that therefore that allows some open and inventiveness and some accessibility options, which are not always thought about in terms of ritual construction. Yeah, I grew up. Well, I say I grew up. It was undergrad. My my magic I'm still growing, growing up. up. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> my magic growing up was always no electronics in the circle. Leave your phone. Like when we would show up, we would all leave our phones in our car. The only like electronic devices that were allowed were health electronic devices, <laughs> things keeping people alive. Um, don't turn off your pacemakers before you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's how I came into magic. So like doing magic over Zoom felt like cheating initially, and then it was like, no way, this is fucking rad. Techno witches be cool. Yeah, I I I am totally down with electronics involved in ritual as long as like for me it's just I don't like having my phone on me just because it's a distraction. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it distracts my mind from the task at hand. But otherwise, like I think if you know you have a group and people want to you know are in a group together, but then you're like one friend couldn't make it but still wants to be present and can get on Zoom. One person can totally hold a phone or a tablet with Zoom on and like have them present in the present yeah. in the circle. Like I don't think that messes up anything because. The world evolves, and so do our practices. Yeah, it was really great. So springtime, we <laughs> last year little did we know what spring would bring. <laughs> well, we kind of knew, but little did we know what it would turn into. So this time around, uh, what do you, uh, what are your springtime feels like? Well, I think that for me, what's really big for this springtime is like nurturing those seeds of hope. And nurturing those seeds of like healing because like the world wasn't a fantastic place to be before lockdown and it's definitely not a better place to be now and that and regardless of you know I mean everybody has different different deals going on in their life I mean mm -hmm. I don't need to make y'all a bulleted list but like that'd be a whole episode but like for 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 anyone mental health isolation it's all been real struggles mm -hmm. and i have to say for me personally the first like last year at this time i was feeling a little bit i was feeling petty cool because i was looking around and going see people who don't have obsessive compulsive disorders and anxiety disorders this is what it's is like all the time so i felt vindicated and then i realized Oh shit! It affects me too. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, that like head start wore off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for me, it's it's. I have to admit, the last year has been kind of lots of learning, lots of great moments, but also a lot of like. So the world ends in darkness. <laughs> Isolated in type my type of feelings, and then like and then like getting involved in things and this summer and being like, oh, the world is terrible and it's not changing. Why? And then yeah. winter happened, and winter is never easy for, for stuff, especially if you live in climates that are naturally wintry, like snowy, dark, depressing, like where we live. Slushy. Slushy. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't know what to do. So I'm thinking this spring is maybe a good time to take, take the whole big pile of feels mm -hmm. and be like, let's sort through this, do a little spring cleaning, burn the ones that do not serve, because... We can talk about, like, I mean, I was thinking, like, burning away, burning Martana, um, killing her off to give her new life is kind of a similar feels with, like, the feels. Because you take these ones, and then you burn them, and you're like, maybe I can do something constructive without them. Or with whatever they become when they're purified of being shitty depression. Mm -hmm. um, and so, sort of finding those little seeds of hope and nurturing them because as you pointed out to me earlier this week performative suffering serves no one it just bogs us down it's mu i think of it as uh it's it's tar it's getting stuck in a tar pit and it just like slowly eventually just get stuck 
Yeah, and part of that is is also rejecting, like starting to try to find ways to reject narratives that bog you down. So, like for me, um, being cons being quote unquote constructive and um, uh, basically wearing burnout as a badge of honor, like don't yeah. like that capitalism idea of like. And it infects other things too, even like the work of liberation and stuff of like, you have to keep working really, really hard until you're done because that makes, that means you're doing the real work. It's like, well, yes, but then you like, thunk. Thunk and yeah, and yeah. then falling over disrupts the work and then there's a pause until someone can pick it up. Yeah. Like having to resurrect yourself is not like an easy process. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so for me, it's, it's, it's shoveling off all that dead weight and seeing what i can do with all that and then hopefully like finding the little kernels of hope underneath and, and making them nice big sunflowers of happiness yeah or at the very least like just pillars of strength sunflowers are boss as plants they are pretty boss plants <laughs> pretty how about you plants. what are you springing this oh uh, i think i'm using definitely spring cleaning getting rid of winter winter is always uh, a rough time. I just don't like being cooped up inside. And I was really enjoying the ability during pandemic to be able to go to different parks. You know, mm -hmm. go up to Beaver Lake a lot, uh, just because lots of trails and keep you can keep really easy social distance because it's huge. I liked going to the various falls the couple times we did. That was really nice. That was cool. uh, those are a little crowded because they're only like single trails. So. Uh, but I liked being able to go out to the outdoors. It pushed me to go back to the outdoors because I was doing, I, you know, I grew up as a mall rat. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> my fun would be going to various malls and seeing kind of the slow decline into what it, what I lovingly, well, I shouldn't say I lovingly, but what I saw in a video, uh, in a ContraPoints video, is kind of like the new goth aesthetic. Because goth is always ah. supposed to be some decay of human aesthetics right victorian goth was the decay of the victorian area um more u.s goth is the decay of like the u.s aristic uh, aristocracy and like the big mansions out and plantation houses so like every goth is just a decay of the previous one so decaying malls and kind of decrepit malls is like the, the new goth aesthetic <laughs> so the goth aesthetic is urban decay Yes, the goth aesthetic is urban decay, uh, and there are lots of books about what goth is as an aesthetic choice or a philosophical choice. Um, so winter took away the things that I was like enjoying to do <laughs> in the absence of being able to go to malls and stuff, and so I w I've been cooped up. Like I only go t into the office twice a week. Um, I like, but <laughs> I will push my partner to like I need to go to the grocery store <laughs> just because I want to get out. The freaking apartment. So I'm excited for that. I'm also using it as an opportunity to propel into something new. I'm using the burning as like rocket fuel. <laughs> like I'm going to ignite and then propel myself into something new. And it's what I did with my doll this year. Mine's made out of yarn, cotton yarn, and wool yarn, natural products that won't burn and poison us as we burn them. Right. I tried to get as close to 100% natural yarn from the store. But um, I tied up. A lot of knots. Like, I was just sitting there for a good half an hour just, like, doing um, not intense knots, just, like, square knots yeah. to, to make the head because I needed a head for my doll. And every time I was hanging out, I was just like, and this is a little packet of energy, so when it burns, <laughs> it's, like, going to propel myself. A lot of them were get the 
get the fuck out of where I live because I hate it here. <laughs> Energies uh, <laughs> to get to a new job, to get to a new place in the world, to get out of just living here. So I'm using jet fuel, spring springboard springtime. That's neat. I mean, that raises a really a really good point. I think between the two of us is like go with where your place is at. Yeah. Like don't don't like don't like let anybody tell you where your place is at because my place is kind of uh, uh, my my journey is a place of new discovery and building a new identity and mm -hmm. settling into myself. So that is like starting a garden. I need to take care of that, watch that grow, take my time, do that sort of thing. And yours is kind of a time to move on to a new thing. Kind of throws a grenade, walks away from the explosion energy, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of in a not a great way, but kind of scorched earth. I want to energetically burn ties from where I am, so that there's nothing stopping the next stage. There's no like last tendril of like nest day. I'm just like no, I want clean cut, and I'm doing it preemptively. Because I want nothing to block the new things coming. I don't want a new opportunity to be like, well, you got something going on. We're going to move on. Which isn't exactly how it happens. But in some ways it does. The secret. <laughs> secret to the universe and all that. Um, so I just want nothing to hold me back. So I'm just going to kind of grenade it all. Won't stop me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically Freddie Mercury uh, riding through hit bicon freddie mercury and uh unstoppable bicon energy yeah <laughs> one of the things that i think is cool for spring is like you said if if like granted i know that nature is not always like everyone's cup of tea is not always accessible but like it is cool to go out and see the world wake up again at least in a place where you know there is that period of hibernation not everyone lives in a place where that happens but mm -hmm. Like, I like going out and seeing, like, all the little plants start springing up. I like seeing all my little seedlings start to turn into plants. I've been seeing memes from my environmental friends who are complaining about the smell because some of the first flowers that come up are, the, I think, dogwood is one of the first ones, and it yeah. smells awful. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but yes, we, the world waking up, the buds on the trees, it's, it's a... Uh, a youthful time, I, I always get brought back to, like, nostalgic feels of, like, the first things that happen in spring, you know, these were the first holidays that you got to do stuff outside. I, it didn't happen very often, but this would be where, like, uh, the neighborhood would do an Easter thing of, like, an Easter egg hunt with, like, all the kids in the neighborhood, and it was, like, the first thing we got to do outside since winter. Uh, so it always brings me back to a nostalgic period, too. Yeah, I, state. It, it, it brings for me, like, the idea of, like, um, the, the, the joy that was felt in going back outside and, um, feeling, feeling warmth for whatever reason. There's just the, the feeling of the sun and the wind and the, and the not having to wear bulky amounts of materials to, like, keep yourself survive. <laughs> And so, like, even, like, now I, I don't like wearing my backpack outside right now because it's just, a, for me, it feels like a reminder of all the things weighing me down and I just like being outside and, like, not weighed down and just kind of bopping around. Freedom! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't... What else? So, springtime, spring cleaning, new propulsion. So, what's, what's on the... I guess, what's next? Well, I mean... 
in terms of holidays, we're headed over over towards Beltana, which is my favorite. Is, Not my favorite, but it's 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 chaotic. Like I would say that if we're going to, I mean, this is not entirely accurate, but I feel like Salwin, Beltana are like chaotic axis, and um, Lunas and uh, Lunasa Yule are like lawful axis. Mm-hmm. So like Ostara is just one of the ones that kind of floats in the middle and is like, I'm a preparatory time. Yeah, spring cleaning and then the fall prepping. Yeah, <laughs> Mavon and yeah. Ostara. So like I'm looking forward to the the like that bright, like Samhain is contemplative and Beltana is manic, and you know I like I kind of am looking forward to that manic energy because I want to see what sort of like feelings can be like brought up because I feel like in that sort of chaotic mishmash of colorful energy mm-hmm. there's like a lot that can be sort of stored and absorbed yes. that sort of fuels the rest of the rest of the time because like th- it's great the rest of su- like the summertime is gr- is absolutely awesome but I think it's also a time of like expending energy mm-hmm. and so this just Expending, 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 expending. Lunasa, which is like, we did a good job. Fist bump, and then <laughs> like expending, expending, and then Salwin, where it's like, whew, take a sit, take a sit, <laughs> think about it, and then kind of move back around. So I'm really looking forward to that to that Beltana energy, and I'm also looking forward to like seeing what new things will grow in this spring. Cause like, yeah, it it like the world sucks, but there's a lot of opportunity for growth, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people are getting real tired of how things are and are interested in in, in, <laughs> in growth. So I think that's an interesting place to be. Yeah, I think about last year at this time, we didn't really know it was coming, but come Beltana, that was the end of the school year, like the beginning of May, end of the first you know, pandemic school year. <laughs> well, at least part, partly pandemic. And that led into what was last summer. Did that turn into anything i'm not sure the the arc of history is long we won't know some of the effects of what happened this past summer until probably years to come but that kind of came out of the shift from this contemplative um energy to this really manic high kinetic energy of the summer so maybe it'll come again I don't know, which is also why I'm using the springtime. I want like a rocket propulsion into into Beltana. I want to hit it, <laughs> yeah, hit it running. So I'm running into Beltana. Where you're trying to, you you were speaking more to like build up the energy, sustain the summer. I'm trying to get a running start. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, like, yeah, diff- totally different life place in that regard. Um, I think that I would want to also take this time, this kind of Ost- Ost- what I consider like this Oster period between. Mm-hmm the two here and and um go to like and, and think more about like um like how we want to do because i'm thinking maybe it'd be cool to just complete our we sort of already started with the oak king holly king cycle maybe bring it back mm. around oak king holly king because i think that's interesting i've never really done that oh, um, i've done that yeah so that that might be that might be neat oh yeah. i think it's it's a good time to get creative and not in a like forced creative you have to produce a lot type of way but just sort of a keep your mind open to the possibilities and things that pop in just write it down because if i don't know if anyone's looked up folk magic like it gets syncretic and silly and like some things you look at and you're like 
that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to necessarily make a lot of sense. It just Not has to later. work. <laughs> it's true. And also, uh, I'm a little sad our, our, our group wasn't sustainable through the pandemic. We were too young, I think, to sustain that yeah. group into the pandemic. It was only the second year trying to do it in the pandemic. Uh, but we had done Maybon and we started that as uh, keeping seeds and this would have been the the plant them. Yeah. <laughs> they were supposed to keep seeds in their basement, the stuff that was going to be the thing to plant come springtime. So if you're if you're listening and you've done that ritual on Maybon, this is your time to reconnect with... Uh, oh, we were going to reconnect with the Dogda. We were going to yeah. plant some stuff in the Dogda's earth. Yeah. Which is always fun. Yeah. I like the Dogda. I do too. <laughs> he is... Such a kind gentle. He is kind, he is gentle, he is... He's fun. Like, that's his big thing, is, like, being fun and honest mm-hmm. and just and kind. Um, also, just being, like... And I hate to put any god in a, in a box, but, like, just big bear energy. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Just... And super open about sexuality and sex. Yeah. And passion. Yeah. So that's an option. I mean... And that shows you, that I think, the wide variety of... Sp- springtime rituals like we have marks on today which is very much like we need to end winter this period is <laughs> well, i'm tired <laughs> she needs to go <laughs> let's uh let's let her have a new life let's burn burn her drown her and then parade her back to <laughs> to the village let's do that versus the some of the other ones where it's like all right winter's coming to end we're gonna plant for <laughs> We're going to plant for the spring, plant our seeds for the spring. We're going to focus on the future, not ending this period. Uh, so, like, the, the two sides of the coin. Right, I, but it's, it's a good time for closure. Yes. Either cl- and either closure of looking to the future and, like, just closing the door and being like, I'm opening the new door. <laughs> We're just closing that, not focusing on it, open the new door. Or, like, very solemn, close the door, lock it, move on. Yeah. A good either, depending on where you're at, but a good beginning or a good ending to a grieving process. Mm-hmm. Because that is what Martsana's day is all about, is her her grieving. And it's kind of, I kind of think of it as, it's a story about kind of how grieving works. You sort of have to die, and then you're reborn out of that experience. The, mm-hmm. death, the death of a self. You could also translate it into, like, a transition... So, like, you're kind of having to... Not, you don't have to... Well, I mean, if, if it's what you want to do, you can violently kill your old self. Like, that may be something for you. Or you can just solemnly lay that old experience to rest mm-hmm. and put on new clothes and put on new a new person and let that grow for spring. Yeah. I'm excited for the things to come in spring, though. I'm going to try to get Travis to do Dingus Day with me. <laughs> Mostly because I just love the ridiculous... Skirt guns and per- pussy willows. Yes, I just love the ridiculousness of, uh, like, post-Osara springtime rituals of their all horny messes. <laughs> yeah. Not subtle in the slightest. Pussy willows and squirt guns is not... And splashing water is not a subtle metaphor for what you are hoping to accomplish in the springtime. Right. <laughs> and and you have you have those lots of those like I think that's like Coppola is in this sort of period where mm-hmm. you have like the wreath the wreath rituals. Yep. So all sorts of fertility and mating rituals. Yep. Like Beltana is fertility ritual, Put mating the ritual. Pole in the wreath in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Put and, up the sex pole. So it's and if you want to start thinking about um deities to start looking at is i'd go 
start looking at your fertility folks. So in the Norse, that would be like Freya and Freyr and, and the Vanir in general yeah. and, and Frigga. Um, for the the Gaelic stuff, that'd be the Dagda, um, Danu. Um, if you want to go more towards the Brythonic route, like Rhiannon, um, Epona. I'm trying to think of anyone as this. Um, your mother types, but also your 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 maiden types, or your 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 Yarilos, your, your Marsanas, your oh oh for Norse, how could I forget Balder? <laughs> yeah. Or Apollo. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Dionysus. Dionysus, Gaia, Demeter. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit Persephone. Yeah, Persephone. Uh, if it's part of your tradition, like Ishtar, Isis, Hathor. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, just just find that, that youthful, get-it-on energy. And that doesn't have to be, like, a sexual, like, explicitly sexual get-it-on energy. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of creative fertile energy oh yeah you're poets so yes. that's where apollo comes in and dionysus <laughs> well yeah i mean also frere yeah um you're artsy poets you're artsy folks oh well i mean in that case you, you, you oshin um oh duh if you we talked about him already but um <laughs> messy 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 celtic twink god <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep connect with them yep 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 uh, <laughs> just, just find your folks and figure that out. And you may even find your, even your wilds, your Kernanos, your yeah, um, Fleish. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of other wilds, wild ones. Um, any other wild examples? Sylvanas. Uh, you get lots of those stag-headed gods or the stag-horned <laughs> gods. Yes. <laughs> oh dear, dear Angus. That was his name. Jesus. I don't know why. Angus O. Angus O. But yeah, I'm trying to think of any anything else that could be like useful. I feel like divination may also be a good place in this time because it's future focused divination rather than like give me messages. More like give me ideas. <laughs> yeah, contemplative high holidays are really good for divination because they're transition periods. So you're either looking back, hoping something will like talk back to you. And give you an insight for Maybun or yeah, looking forward because Beltana, we're gonna you're, you're gonna be too focused on <laughs> in front of you because <laughs> sex pull. Yeah, <laughs> and and if you want to start preparing to kind of welcome back the fair folk, if that's part of your thing, because yes. at least in the Gaelic tradition, it said that on Beltana they march from their wintertime homes back to their summertime homes, and then Asawan back forward. But Beltana is, like, when they're at their most active and happy. And so, like, setting up, like, yourself... Yeah, the hills are opening. <laughs> so, both, yeah, the hollow hills are opening, and setting up your, like, ways of honoring them, ways of respecting them, also ways of protecting yourself if you plan Fear to traps, do that. Yeah. Because Fear traps and shit. <laughs> because they are what they are, and you can't <laughs> expect them to be other than what they are. Um... And then also kind of, I think, honoring the land as it is. Like, I try to incorporate, and I need to be better about doing it more regularly because I've been doing most of my stuff in the house, so I forget. Mm -hmm. But, like, just honoring the land in a more general sense because, like, at least if you live in the United States or anywhere in the Americas, it's it gets complicated to honor the land because there's things that already live here and mm -hmm. are connected to things that we can't access. But just, like, showing your general respect and and the fact that you appreciate it and you understand the situation and it's complicated and so i do things that are like 
not too toxic to the environments. Oats are a favorite just because everything will eat it and it's not going to, like, kill the animals. Mm -hmm. And even just, like, a classic, um, you know, watering. Yeah. Watering plants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of those things. But, yeah, springtime. I, do you got, any, we got anything else? I no, I think <laughs> this is a very off-the-cuff... Off the Morning of contemplative. Yeah. <laughs> So we will we'll be back for our April episode. And yeah. Maybe we'll shove a, a tangent or a uh, bonus in there, a, a Crone yeah. watch maybe or a, a Crone review. We haven't done one of those in a while. No. We'll shove something else, another small special series, yeah. and then we'll be back for May first. Yes. I just don't know what day of the week May first is, so it might be the week. It's weekend. a Saturday. Oh, it is. Yes, it is. So you'll get the episode May first, if not May second, when we post it. So, uh, that will be for Beltana, and then we'll head into summer! Woo! Woo! So, uh, check us out on the internet. We are on Facebook, Crone Porch, singular Crone mm -hmm. Porch. That Crone is single. <laughs> and ready to mingle. And ready to mingle. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram, Crone's Porch, multiple Crones. <laughs> and you can also email us, Crone'sPorch at gmail. Dot com. And you should be able to, um, soon we'll be able to launch our Crone Porch dedicated sort of web page. Oh yeah, we're on WordPress? We are on WordPress, I just have, we just have to finish it up and send it out, but we'll have that and you can leave comments and feedback there, it might be a little more accessible. Mm -hmm. See our episodes, and if we decide to ever like write articles or anything, they'll pop up there. <laughs> um, oh no, the pressure to do it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the pressure to actually do it. <laughs> it might be a positive pressure. Who knows? <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. Enjoy your springtime, and we'll see you in April. Yeah, I'll say Dosa Dania. And I'll say Shlan. And we'll see you next time on the Crow's Porch. <laughs>